The Blokebusters Podcast is a proud member of the Pod Bros Network, where you can find us as well as other excellent podcasts such as Sarcasm City, Worst Millennials, and Late Night Gamers at podbros.com. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy another episode of the Blokebusters Podcast. Tonight's story is somewhat unique and calls for a different kind of introduction. Today we are canceling the apocalypse! Wait a minute, wait a minute, you ain't heard nothing yet. And uh, this is? Lilu Dallas Multipass. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Houston, we have a problem. Have you tried turning it off and on again? Gentlemen, you can't fight in here, this is the war room. Now, where was I? Hello and welcome to a rather special mini episode of Blokebusters. I'm Paul and today I have my brother back for more for some reason. I don't know, how's it going? Yes, everything's good, thank you. Oh, that is, that is very nice. <laughs> it's very subdued for you. What are you up to? Um, nothing. I've, <laughs> I don't work weekends anymore, so ah, recently lucky. I've just been catching up on Netflix and films. Yeah, yeah that, I think that's the proper response to that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, before we get into... This then, just very quickly, go over the nuts and bolts here. So you can get a hold of us about anything that we've said on this or anything you want us to say on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Blokebusters. You can go to blokebusters.com and check out our lovely website there. Or if you really enjoy what you hear and past episodes and all that and you want to help us out in a monetary way, then you can go to patreon.com slash blokebusterspodcast and even just a dollar a month will help us keep paying the server costs so that would be very very nice of you thank you um, all right so this episode is as i said before just a really short one because i kind of wanted to make sure we had something going out and my brother got a hold of me to say hey i'd like to come back on so we're like it originally started out as all right sure do you want to watch battle angel alita and he said yes and what happened to that I I didn't get around to seeing it. Yeah, there it is. So, <laughs> uh, but that's fine because uh, we can do something that I was thinking about actually, and uh, now's as good a time as any since we're getting closer to it, and we can just have a bit of a short discussion about the upcoming Avengers Endgame film and sort of what we think might happen and where it might go. So I think this could be interesting. So. Um, where where did you want to start with this one? Um, maybe where Infinity War left off. Okay. And what that could mean for the remaining characters. All right, then. So, obviously, it finished with the snap happening and 50% of all life across the universe, including plant life and animals. So... Yeah. Yeah. It's ultra ultra bad of him because half of our pets just vanished overnight uh, so, uh, so he, and then he ended up going to this planet that we don't really know where it is it became farmer Thanos yeah pretty much just, uh, <laughs> got, got himself his dungarees and one of those cornstalk things <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, but yeah so after that like, where do you think it's going to pick up? Do you think it's going to pick up like, shortly after that or a while after that? I think there's going to be a time jump. Um, I mean, probably not long, maybe about six months. 
Okay. Um, but I think there has to be one because judging by the advert or the commercial, um, like from the scenes from New York, like Liberty Island is just surrounded with boats. Uh, and it seems like people have clocked on to, you know, there's no petrol left or, or the gas left. So everyone's kind of gone to, because you can still sail boats without gas. Um, and like all the downed aircrafts, all the helicopters, all the destruction, but then you still get to the point where it shows Steve Rogers at a kind of uh, support group, um, which is which my guess would be that's a support group for the people you've lost because you see the poster that says they may be gone, but they're not forgotten. Um, mm-hmm. So I think there's going to be a lot of despair in the opening five minutes. I also think if it, the first time we see each character, there's going to be a lot of despair. Well, yes, I would assume. Uh, although, yes, I think what's going to be most interesting is when they introduce Ronan. Yes. And, I uh, think that's going to get a very big reaction. Yeah, and of course it's... And, but for people that don't know, Ronan is who Hawkeye is going to be during Endgame. Anyone that uh, follows the comics knows exactly who that is, and anyone that doesn't follow the comics, I'm not going to spoil it for you. So, <laughs> but yes, uh, it's going to be going to be interesting to see how that's handled, and uh, I think it'll be fun to see Jeremy Renner back. I know it's a bit of a a joke that he's the most useless of the Avengers, but uh, yeah, it's actually like, if you think about it, like, he's someone that he's. Deaf, well, yeah, mostly deaf, but his archery skills and his endurance as well kind of are keeping him on par with these people that have superpowers. Like, it's yeah, like he's impressive. (laughs) Well, he does Uh, as much good in in um, in the first Avengers film when there's that big war in New York City, he he definitely holds his own, yeah, and yeah, it's kind of a redemption for him since he's mind-controlled for the first half of the film. Yeah. Well, uh, and, and I'm guessing his, because he had retired or been put on house arrest or whatever you want to call it, but I'm guessing his family fade away. I mean, you, you're able to guess that. I I know the answer, but... Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, and that, that's definitely one option, um, is that at least one member of his family is gone. So. Yeah, and I'd like to see the first time seeing Thanos again as well because at the end it seemed as if the gauntlet had kind of like frazzled into it, his hand. It, I mean, it the gauntlet is damaged at this point. It is, yeah, it is very badly damaged as it is arm. Yeah. So yeah, it'll be interesting. Now, obviously, he can still use at least one of the stones at a time, so it's not. Yeah. It's not completely gone, but uh, it is a bit the worse for wear for the ultimate actor. And and I mentioned the commercial earlier. Now, what are your thoughts? Because I know the Russo brothers, especially from the first film or Infinity War, are they kind of built themselves a reputation from that film of altering the commercials as to what you see and what you get in the film. Oh yeah, which is good. I mean, yeah, this... it's, it's very good. Yeah, and uh, I also like when some films, they put things in the trailer that aren't in the film. 
Like, yeah. So it, it's interesting. I mean, there are some things that are going to be in the film, such as when Ant-Man comes back. That's yeah. going to be in the film, pretty much as it is in the trailer. Uh, but the thing that I do like is that you quite clearly have only seen things from the first like half hour of the film. Yeah. And that's good. Uh, one of the biggest problems I had with the first Avengers film and the trailer they put out for that was that they had a shot in the trailer of Hulk catching Iron Man in New York. So anyone really? that was yeah, anyone that was watching the film that remembered the trailer at the point when he's going up into space, you can remember, well, the Hulk hasn't caught him yet. So that entire thing of is he gonna give himself up to go into space? It's like, no, he's not. I mean that's the act that he was doing, but he's not gonna end up stuck there. <laughs> so Yeah. And obviously he did this time, but uh but yeah, it was uh, it's something that I think they they managed to fix. And now they don't really show you much from the end anymore. Yes, and what I and what I like as well is some of the stuff we saw in the Infinity War trailer was some stuff was like CGI'd out, like photo edited out. Yeah, and well. I've seen there's at least two clips where I think they're maybe hiding a character. Oh yeah, well there's um, yeah you don't see Bruce Banner. In the uh, in the big battle scene, there's also that thing where they're all running through the forest. That doesn't yeah, happen. And Hulk there, yeah. And so, you yeah, don't they... see Hulk at all. Well, I mean, you don't see Hulk in that, but uh, you also that specific shot that doesn't happen in Infinity War. No. If you think about it, like it, they they're do... not running through the jungle. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's no point with all running through the jungle. So it's... I think that was just a look at all these characters type shot, which again yeah. is good. I like that they did that. Yeah, and I also like the theory of Loki still alive. I mean, that is that is a good theory, um, especially since some people have been really looking into the fact that Loki is actually left-handed. Yes, and uh, yeah. he attacked with his right hand. Yeah, so... and, it, and and he's done that previously as well when he's been uh, projecting. And yeah, so, so it's like, it, like, was that him or was it not? But even if even if it turns out he was alive at the end, um, how did he, A, how did he get off the ship? And B, what are they going to do with that going forward? Because I think, and this is the... Uh, okay, at this point, it's speculation, but it's not necessarily speculation because it's kind of been confirmed. Um, yeah. There's going to be time travel in Endgame. Yes. So I don't think Loki is actually still alive, like, as of there, but I be. think he's going to come back. Yeah. So. I see, I, I heard... I, well, um, either that or there's going to be, like, sort of a retcon, but not really if they fully planned this out thing where, like, he did... You see that he did end up faking his own death. Unless, and again, this is where you get into wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey stuff. It's like, does them going back in time create an alternate timeline, or does them going back in time... Uh, fix the past or whatever yeah well it's like do, do they go back in time and do something which means that everything still happens the way it does but it sets the stage for something else yeah and we get to see new things so it's and i i'm fine with either especially since as you have if you follow the comics at all alternate universes are everywhere you can't yeah. get around them uh, yeah. 
you know, you can't walk down the street without tripping over an alternate universe in in the Marvel yeah. comics. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know which one I'd prefer because uh, no, I think I I mean I think I would I would prefer for them to go back and set things in motion that will enable them in the present to fix things. But yes. I think they're going to go with the alternate timeline. I sadly think that's the case as well. Because from the from a theory that I've heard, they each 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 Avenger in each group of Avengers in each alternate universe will hold a stone, and then just like in Guardians of the Galaxy, they're all harnessing all the all these however many number of stones in the parallel universes uh, all at the same time to then, like in Galaxy of the Guardians, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, when they, when they all hold it and they're all like holding on to each other, they kind of harness the power. Right. But I think that that would just be too confusing for just a person that wants to, because they're, they're culminating the end of 10 years of, of these films all building up to it. I think to just bring in Oh, we're in this dimension. Oh, we're in this universe. I like. I think to bring in too many of those would just be not ruining it, but kind of like a cheap way out. Like in the Lord of the Rings, when the ghost ship turns up or the ghost army turn up. Well, that is in the books. I mean, I can't. <laughs> you can't really blame them for that if they hadn't put that in. Then... No, no, I completely understand that, but you don't. If you do that, show us a couple of them. We don't need to go into each Avenger goes into a different one and it follows them throughout what they're doing. Well, no, I, I don't think that's the way they'll go with it. Um, just because, like you said, it is a little bit too convoluted. Unless they end up figuring out a really good thematic way of showing it. But yeah. I, I think they would probably rather focus on uh, like the Avengers trying to come together to I mean, especially with time travel going on i think they're going to be just really trying to set the stage for um ultimately just a reversal rather than uh yeah. trying to gather all the stones I, I think i mean if you follow again if you follow the comics which the films haven't been doing to a t so yeah there's right. there's certain things that are very different uh in the comics where they went is um, Nebula is the one that undoes it. Yes, and they've they've kind of followed slightly the whole thing of Thanos torturing Nebula, and yep. then she ends up breaking free and reversing it. But they've they've clearly gone off the map for that, especially since in the comic he basically turns her into. Uh, you ever played Skyrim? One of the Drow from Skyrim. He kind of turns her into one of those, just sort of a living living dead type thing. Um, yeah, so a, a body really. Yeah, so it's uh, that didn't happen in this. But yeah, I I honestly don't know what they're gonna do. I know a big uh, a, a big um, a big thing coming where people are really getting behind the idea that Tony Stark is gonna sacrifice himself for it, uh, and yeah. Captain America will help, but. I think it might be the other way around. Yeah. I, I think Captain America will be the one to ultimately lay down his life 
to save everyone at the end and Tony will help, but I don't think Tony will die. I mean, I could see them both going. Um, Because this whole, like, you know, they don't like each other. They've been pitted against each other. They come together and they're the best. They bring out the best of each other during, like, a mission together or whatever. But then in the end, I think, I don't know. I I could see them both going up. Then you hear these rumours that Thor might be going. But I I do think that the original Avengers will pretty much all be done. They might not all die, but they're all done. But they'll pass the torch. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, obviously in the comics, Thor lost the right to Millenior. Millenior is no longer a thing, but uh, so he lost uh, the right to. With time travel. Yeah. (laughs) With time Uh, travel, we'd come back. And we know Vision can hold it. Yes, he can. Um, Though we'd have to get Vision back in the first place. Uh, Although I I think that uh, you saw Shuri at the end, like she finished. She finished what she was doing, so I think Vision yeah, is back up somewhere. I I also have a sneaking suspicion, and I really want to see this scene where she is in Wakanda with Tony and with Bruce all working in a lab, um, either on a suit, because I'm backing her to be the next Iron Man. Um, I know. That is possible. Uh, the thing is, I think uh, the Russo brothers confirmed that she ended up dusting away at the end. Oh, really? Yeah, I think she's gone. Damn it. Uh, <laughs> Damn it. I really wanted that scene where they're all working together. But I also want them to recreate Vision. But if they're going to use time travel and, you know, Thor can now access the, uh, oh, what's it called? The bit where you can like teleport to like different planets, the Bifrost. Thor can oh, now yeah. access the Bifrost, so I really want to see them recreate Vision, but not with not with uh, the stone that he had in there, but with maybe with the uh, the red one. Uh, what's the Reality Stone? Yes, the Reality Stone, and I think that would make Vision more powerful. Uh, I'm not 100 percent sure about that. I mean, I could see it. Maybe with the Soul Stone, you could see that coming in because yeah. he's, he's obviously a very empathic character. Because I know in the in the advert, and I know it's Huck. He's, you can't really you can't really tell from like because they they like showing you the little like two two second clips or the yeah. one second clip. Uh, but there's a clip of Hawkeye or Ronan, and he's looking at he's staring at something, and he is lit up all red. And it looks like he stood in, like, a crash kind of wreckage bit. Well, yeah. Um, although, depending on what happens, because there's, uh, there's all of these things about, you know, how does Iron Man get back? And it's like, does he end up getting on the Milano? And then maybe they crash down to us. Or does, uh, does something else end up just coming to save him? It's like, how... Like, well, I know and... you see that bit where him and Nebula are, like, working together, and she's taking, like, parts out of her hand, and he's making work in what looks to be the Guardian ship, because obviously that's where they're floating in the other advert, when he's leaving a message for Pepper Potts. Yeah, and it, yeah, it's inside the Milano there, so it's like... Yeah. But then what comes to save him? Um, in the comics, Pepper becomes rescue, or, uh, like, she gets a rescue... She builds, like, a rescue suit. Something like that? It's been um, been quite a while since I've 
I've logged into that. Uh, I I'm not the best person to to ask about that. But, uh... but what I also love about this is that all of it is speculation and theories. Oh, yeah. Nothing has come out. The the advert gives nothing away, and like you said, it's probably all within the first half an hour. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, I I think um, again another big fan theory is that it's Captain Marvel that rescued Iron Man. But how? <laughs> yeah. How does that happen? Exactly. Um, I mean, did, the one thing that you know for a fact is that Tony Stark doesn't die on the Milano because yeah we from onset photos and stuff like that things yeah we know that he's in another scene and he's with another character the end of the the, uh commercial or advert he's when they were walking in the line i'm pretty sure he's like he's at the front or he's the second one i'm not sure about that i have to go back and check but um yeah I, i don't i don't think he's there but it's like just based on onset photos and i'm not going to say who with or anything like that because uh just because I've seen them doesn't mean everyone else has. I but, think, uh, yeah, think he, everyone just talked Yeah, he, he's talking, he appears to be talking to, or at least in the near vicinity of another character, and yeah. there's no way that could be the case if he's still stuck on the Milano. So, yeah. Yeah, so I, I mean, we kind of touched on this a little bit, but who do you think is going to survive the end of Endgame? Um, Black Panther. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, let, let, let's not let's not bother let's not with the characters that have another film films, coming. Films, out. yeah. Um, it's really tough because again, um, Black Widow doesn't really have a power. No, and, uh, uh, and they still they also haven't touched on in the comic. Black Widow is seventy. She looks like she does, like she looks like she does in the MCU. But she is seventy because she has been taking a slightly different version of the super soldier serum that Captain America has. Oh, okay. So like, literally never really. Yeah, and it, it's something something where like based on her upbringing, she was given this thing, and so now she's just aging really, really slowly. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Surviving. So yeah, I think the whole new age. Are gonna still be there. So you got Bucky, who could easily become the next Captain America. It's like I yeah, think that, each one like step into their role. Um, apart from Iron Man, but like I said earlier, I'd like Shiri to eventually be Iron Man. But then I don't know, and I really want Thor to live. But <laughs> just because you like Chris Hemsworth, or no, 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 no. I, I, I like his Thor. And okay. and from the first film, the progression to Ragnarok and then Infinity War, where he is right now, is the peak. I think he, you could get like when yeah, but that's back, the problem. That's yeah, that's I know, problem. I know. It's normally <laughs> quite a bad sign, isn't it? Yeah, I, mean, um, I don't know if he'll die, but I feel like maybe he'll just retire to be the leader of his people. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's, again, fan theory, but that's a speculation of where he is in this film because, again, the commercials, he by himself or with Rocket, depending yeah. which way you see that. Um, but he's off. He's not He's not with the rest of the group at all. And there's a theory that he's trying... He's gone back to, uh, I believe it's Norway, 
pretty much the same spot where his dad like fades away. Right. Um, and that's where he wants to rebuild their their home. That's where he wants to make their new home. Hmm. Well, possibly. But, and I I think that uh, it would be fun if he's sort of passed the mantle of Thor, as it were, to Valkyrie. Yeah, because again, I think didn't the Russo brothers confirm that she survived the uh, she survived the snap? I think so, and. Uh, yeah, annoyingly, I didn't bring up the big list, but uh, yeah, there's been a load of people where they've been like, no, they're alive, they're dead, they're alive. <laughs> yeah. But I think it's a good sign for Shiri, actually. On the screen, um, I think it's Bruce Banner is looking at it, and it yeah. says to Ant Man, missing in action, and then Shiri's there, and it says missing in action. Yeah. Um, and obviously, Ant Man is fine. Well, not fine, he's stuck in there. He's stuck in the uh, the other realm at the well, moment. He, I mean, he, he was, but he obviously comes after that. Yeah, um, but he turns out to be fine. So I'm hoping because they're they're on the same screen. I'm kind of hoping that that might be a sign that she's okay. Yeah, and I yeah. The, the one thing I need to do, uh, I need to watch. There is one MCU film I haven't watched yet that has come out, and that is Homecoming. I still have not seen that. So, oh, haven't you? No, I have not. Uh, I was informed by my, my good friend Pat that it was not 100% essential to see Homecoming before I saw Infinity War. And so I didn't specifically make sure I did that. And then uh, I didn't end up getting the chance to see it before it got taken off of Netflix. Um, uh. Now, Ant-Man and the Wasp is currently on Netflix, so I got to see that. So now I need to see Homecoming. I'll be watching Captain Marvel at some point in the next few weeks, I think. And then, obviously, Endgame. So I'm, I'm almost there. And I, I don't have enough free time to do what a lot of people are going to be doing at this point, which is starting again. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, I think at this point to do that, you'd need to watch two films a week. Yeah, no. Or something that's... like that, yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, no, even more than that, you need to watch three films. Yeah, week. yeah, I don't have that kind of time. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, when I have you a... do watch Homecoming, there's a scene which I found quite interesting, but I think no one else, well, I guess people obviously spotted it, but no one else I've spoken to really saw it. Mm-hmm. And it's a very big hint that Ultron is actually still, still out there. Alive still alive in a sense because hmm. i won't tell you when but i'll see if you can spot it there's a bit where peter is emptying a crate or a bag and he pulls out an ultron head and the eyes are red which obviously indicates that's the active body that ultron is controlling kind of i mean they, they all they all had red eyes but if yeah i guess if they're actually lit up then that's something yeah so just remember that when you watch it and let me know if you spot it. All right, I'll uh, I'll uh, I'll see if it looks active or if it just looks yeah red. I mean, it could just be the the old red eye coming back in. As uh, I don't know if you recall in the the old school picture before we had really good cameras, everyone had red eye and you had to have the oh <laughs> yeah. Whenever you got your film developed, you had to have them do something special <laughs> so that they would get rid of it. But and I, I'm praying for this film that the reunions are whole. And what I mean by that, 
are people that faded. So Bucky gets to see Cap. Uh, Spider-Man gets to see Tony. Um, Black Panther gets to see half of his people. <laughs> um, yeah. Thor gets to see Loki. Like, I, 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 just, I, I just hope that if there are sacrifices, they're done after each character has been reunited with the characters they lost. Um, and yeah, I can I can see that. Uh, and it, there's one thing that uh, like sort of an ultimate theory as well, because a Scarlet Witch has reality altering powers in the comics at the very least. Like she, there's one point where she actually ends up just out of sheer grief. She ends up altering reality so everyone has a happy ending. Like everyone what? is happy uh, and like every, everything is fine. But then people realize that what they're in isn't real. And it ends up going back because, you know, that, that doesn't sell comics. But, um, yeah. but like, she, she basically has the power of the reality stone. They've, they've nerfed it significantly <laughs> in the film. But, yes. but then that begs the question of, uh, and again, big fan theory is that everyone that is gone is not dead. They're in Soulstone. Yes. So yeah, if they're I'm... in the Soulstone and Scarlet Witch has her powers, there is a big chance that she'll be able to bring them out. Yeah. So so are we going to yeah. see a scene inside the Soulstone or not? Like, are we going to see any of this sort of stuff? Because... Uh, well, I'd like yeah. to think we already have, to be honest. Uh, with uh, with Gamora yeah. right at the end. Yes, because the background, like if you, the distance of it is the same color as the Soulstone. It's all kind of like a yellowy glow and. Yeah. Yeah, very much so. <laughs> yeah, but that's just after the snap as well. Um, yeah, that that when it happens. Yeah, so I would, I'd love to see another scene. Of maybe Scarlet Witch, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that that's the thing. It's like I I feel like there's going to be a problem with the Soul Stone as it goes on, and also it'll be interesting because uh, again, fan theory. But when I rewatched Infinity War, I had a look at it. So when Tony, not Tony, uh, when Doctor Strange is using the Time Stone, the yeah. Uh, the glyphs are on his left arm, and he uses that to uh, to turn and to do all the stuff to it. From the moment he takes the time stone back and gives it to Thanos, you never see his left arm. You basically okay. see it from like halfway down his upper arm up, and it cuts off there, so you don't see if he's doing anything with that arm. So wow. I think he did something to the time stone. And I have another theory behind that as well. I'm on the exact same page as you, and the time stone is the only stone, and again, if you want to rewatch this scene, go on YouTube or whatever, it's the only stone that Thanos doesn't actually touch. When he when when he when he, he sends the stone to Thanos, Thanos goes to take it and it there's about an inch each side where his fingers are, but he's not actually touching the stone. And then he puts it on the gauntlet. So mm-hmm. he, every other stone, he crushes something and he's actually holding it. Whereas the time stone, it's like there's a little force field around it, and he doesn't. He's not actually touching it. Right. Um, and I think that 
as you were saying, I think there's some kind of spell going on or something. Uh, I read a thing where Thanos is going to be stuck in his own time loop. Yeah. And, uh, and the question is when. And also, uh, the big joke as well from when you had all of the dusting happening across the world. Uh, number one, it was daytime in Africa. And yeah. you know, it, it was also middle of the day in New York. Yeah. Um, no, <laughs> that, that's not right. Um, Inconceivable time differences, yeah. Yeah, and also, unless, for whatever reason, technology is insanely slow uh, when this is all happening, uh, you see uh, Fury and uh, Maria Hill driving, and Maria Hill is telling Fury, oh, we're getting signatures of things over Wakanda, and then people yeah. start dying. So either the final fight scene took place in less than a second, as in from when the things crashed into Wakanda to when the snap happened. Yeah. Either that happened in less than a second, or the Russo brothers completely forgot that uh, time zones exist, or something is up with time. So it's, Yeah. Uh... I do think the latter, that something is up with time, um... And, you know, and we're never going to get an explanation for that either. Like that could have been a reading of Thanos using all the stones at once. You know, when he's trying to shoot Thor and Thor throws uh, Stormbreaker down through it, um, could have been that, or it could have been the snap itself. But then the snap itself instantly people start going. If you take out the little cutscene when he goes away, like yeah. he would have snapped, and then instantly people start fading. Yeah, but even even with it being instantly, right, that final fight scene takes a good fifteen minutes. Yeah, so something like that. So it's not, oh, they've landed and oh, Thanos has snapped. That doesn't happen. So, it, no. so I, either there's either they just weren't a hundred percent sure how to link the end credit scene to uh, the events of the film, or they would order. Is something specifically that's wrong with that, and it'll be touched on, or they didn't care, and I don't think they didn't care. These aren't yeah. these aren't people that don't care about stuff like that. So very interesting, and I'm intrigued to see if we'll get an explanation for that. Yeah, me too. I'll, I'll be interested to see if we get an explanation for a lot of things because there are a lot of questions left from Infinity War, mm-hmm. um, which is good. Yeah, which is what. If, if you're building up to, as I said earlier, it's the culmination of 10 years, and that doesn't sound like a lot, but if you think of all the films that there's been... Yeah, there's, um, there's been a lot. Yeah, and and like I know some people don't get these kind of films, but like we're invested. Like The people that enjoy these films, you're invested in these characters. Like Obviously, some more than others, but... Yeah. Well, yeah, and... Uh, I... As I said when um, uh, when I recorded the Infinity War podcast with my friend Pat, this Infinity War was the only film I've ever been in where the film ended and it was just silent. Yeah. I saw the film twice in the cinema and both times there was just no talking. And it's like, that, that doesn't happen. There's, you know, Obviously, you get the noise of people getting to their feet and walking out, but even that, it was just quiet. <laughs> yeah. And 
and that really was a testament to the to the film because the film ends effectively just with them losing and so that yeah. that doesn't happen so and even though like you knew there was another one coming it was still just this sort of a gut-wrenching blow at the end well and even the cut scene where yeah. you know there's, there's a little bit of humor of sam jackson going mother but yeah he almost got it out <laughs> yeah but it's even even that like there's a tiny bit like when you rewatch it you're like oh that's actually quite funny but at the time when you're in the cinema and you're caught, you know, you've just finished watching this quite a long film mm-hmm. uh, which has been perfect perfectly paced and all the characters you're invested in are there and then they're not there and then you get to a cutscene you're like oh yeah Nick Fury like he's the guy that puts this all together oh he's gone yeah and then you get the the pan down, and when I when I went to cinema, obviously I'm I'm not, <laughs> I'm sure you know the kind of people that live in and around all the shots. Yeah, you pan down to the pager, you see Captain Marvel's sign, and you hear a few people, and they're like, "Oh my god!" Like yes, and then two rows down, you you got people going, "What the fuck's that mean?" <laughs> and and it's so like, don't worry about it. <laughs> Yeah, you know, you're you'll in find the out. Field. Yeah, it's only Marvel Superman. <laughs> like, don't don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's the only. Like, I mean, especially in the MCU, the only character who could possibly come close to yeah. to doing all this. Yeah, it's um, it's interesting. I mean, there yeah, people that have read the comics for a long time, people that know all this stuff. You know, there are many people who can beat Thanos. And <laughs> if you actually go into the comic and look through it and like genuinely spend the time and go through it, there is one character that has beaten Thanos that you would never guess who it is. It is Squirrel Girl. Squirrel Girl. Squirrel Girl, yes. <laughs> she has beaten Thanos. <laughs> wow. One of two people in the comics to have directly beaten Thanos. There are people who could beat Thanos. But she is one of only two people who has directly done it. Well, here's holding out for a shot introduction of Squirrel Girl in I MJ. mean, that, that would be phenomenal. <laughs> <But> somehow, <laughs> all of this Captain Marvel build up, and she's in Endgame and everything's going on, and then just squirrels just come flying out. If that doesn't happen, I want my money back. I was like, you know, I could see them, let's say they're the final. Kamehameha blast from Captain Marvel into Thanos. I could see them putting a little squirrel in it, you know, like just there being a little shape that. of a squirrel. Just, just on the floor in the, in the background somewhere running around. Yeah. Or, or you see a squirrel doing the surprise groundhog thing. Just a, hmm? <laughs> <laughs> it, I actually want this seat now. I know, so do I. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I, I think there's not much more we can say here without really repeating ourselves, so um, I, I think we can let it go at that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for coming on and talking to me about this stuff again, and uh, uh, I'm sure you'll be back at some point for something else. <laughs> I'm sure I will. Yeah, because I can't really get rid of you, can I? No. no. We're related. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> All right. Again, thanks for coming on. And as I said at the beginning, if anyone wants to get a hold of us for 
anything that was said on this episode or any others or anything like that, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, Blockbusters, just give it a look. We're on there. And I try very hard to make sure that I get back to anyone that contacts us. So uh, if you want to email us for a lot longer form stuff, it's theblokes at blockbusters.com. So we will get that. And uh, hopefully the next episode will be out fairly soon. And uh, it's actually going to be a Netflix film called Polar. So uh, look out for that. And uh, I'll be having a guest on who's been on a few times. And I think you guys will enjoy it. So until then, I think that's all from us. So I've been Paul. I've been Alex. And see you next time. Bye. In case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening. Hang on a minute, lads. I've got a great idea. Uh. Louis, I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go.